0: this is your ultimate life podcast with Kellen Flukiger.
1: Hello, and welcome to this episode of your ultimate life podcast, dedicated exclusively to helping people get clarity about who they really are and how to use their gifts to create purpose, prosperity, and joy. I'm gr- grateful today to have Deanna Radalescu with me today. She's a spectacular person, and you know how I know that? Because I was on her show, but I also know her and what she's up to. Welcome to the show, Deanna.
2: Thank you, Kellen. Thank you for having me. You did a good job with the last name.
1: (laughs) You know, with a name like Flukiger, you pay attention to that sort of stuff, right? (laughs) Yeah. So we're here to talk about creating the kind of life you want to live, like that you look forward to and you love being in, and I I just always like to start with a interesting question, and it might, uh, I don't know, it won't catch you off guard at all. I want to ask, tell me, without being modest, how does Deanna
2: add good to the world? Ooh. Well, by being authentically myself, of course, but on a bigger scale, um, like yourself, you know, I'm a podcast host, too. And I started out as a passion project and I realized we, you know, we're doing good work in the world and we have a responsibility to share the stories that are going to create a better place or create, allow people to become better for themselves.
1: Why do you think we have a, so what I heard is two things, one being authentically yourself and you laughed a little about that but I want to love you for saying that because that's actually true. The world is so full of people who are trying to impress someone or be someone else or be what they're supposed to be. And that causes all kinds of problems. So I love that. It's true. And the second thing was you are a podcast host with a very, very high profile podcast where you interview cool people and do cool stuff. And I like what you said about a responsibility to do something. Tell me more about that responsibility to uh, to do good stuff with your chosen venue, which in this case is a podcast?
2: So I think people like us that have gone through traumatic things and that have end up on the other side of it. And we've kind of seen our own personal growth. And we, you kind of have like a, a little bit of a high, you're, you're elevating it at a higher level, I think. Right. And so when you get to that point, And, you know, you're putting yourself out there and you make that decision to go go put yourself out there, be completely transparent with the world where you've been, where you are, where you're going to, that you connect with other people that may have gone through similar experiences and you talk about how you have gotten through them, like your aha moments, you know, the strength that came along with it, the lessons and just having those authentic conversations really creates a lot of magic. And I feel like when you put it out there like we do, it allows people to accept themselves for who they are and not think that they're damaged, not think that they're unlovable, and not think that there is not going to be healing on the other side of what they might be going through.
1: So I love that. And there's a whole bunch there to unpack. unpack. <laughs> because, you you know, you, you talked about some truths that you maintain as true, and I agree with all of them. And it is you're not unlovable. doesn't really matter what grumpy stuff you've gone through. There is a tomorrow, there is a path forward. Mm-hmm. And the path forward isn't limping. It isn't second best. There is a path forward that's good.
2: How, how do you know that? Because I'm living it right now right now myself.
1: Well, tell me more about that. What are you living right now yourself that makes you know? for the people that are listening or the people that have struggled or questioning their own worth, that there is a path forward that's not second-rate, second-best.
2: Yeah. So I've been through... I've had a lot of... I've, I've experienced a lot of abuse in my life. I have been at the bottom, I've been at the top, I've been every, everywhere in between, and I'm at a point right now in my life, after everything I've been through, that I'm the happiest I've ever been, and I'm really truly living my life on my own terms, and uh, it's been an incredible journey, hasn't been easy, I don't think when you get to this place it's ever easy, but you have got to like accept and forgive yourself for all the things that you've been through to get to where you are today, because... If you didn't experience those things, you, you're definitely not going to gonna grow <laughs> into the person that you're meant to be.
1: You know, it's funny that you would say that in that way. I just got off of a coaching call with a dear, dear client, and we were talking about the difficulties of life that just occur. And my comment to her was, you know, I don't think life is ever meant to be just a cruise. No, you know, it's always going to be a painful, difficult thing, either a little or a lot. Yeah. And the, the key, the fun thing is the choice that we have to, as to what to do with those. Do we yeah. let those things ruin us or yeah. do we let them refine us?
2: Hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think you talk people... about
1: that choice for a minute, the difference between sure. letting
2: something ruin you or refine you. So not everybody's created the same, right? You know, so I've got a skill set that's different than yours and like I have a different skill set that's different than my siblings. I'm obvi- I'm probably the most strong individual in my family. So the way I deal with things is a lot differently than my other my sisters would deal with them. And through the abuse from my father, from boyfriends, you know, surviving human trafficking, g- g- dealing with drugs like yourself, Um, And then losing my late husband after I built this huge life, flying private, all the fancy stuff, you know, like after all those things, after hit, after hit, after hit, you know, I decided to always pick myself back up again. And there and just how can I become better? How can I change my life and create it the way I want to create it? So after I lost my late husband seven years ago and I lost basically everything, I had a choice. Okay, so am I either going to sit in the corner and a lot of my girlfriends were like, Oh, I'm so I'd be sitting in the corner rocking back and forth. And I'm like, I just, you know, I can't I have I, I've been given a gift to start my life over. I looked at it as a gift as, as sad as it was to see my late husband loses his battle of life, but he was sick for a very long time. He gave up a long time ago. I had grieved him way before he was gone, that I, I had to just pick myself back up. And you know, I'm, I'm six feet above ground. I still have a life to live. I still have an impact to make. And from that point forward, it was like I did some real deep soul searching and I just kept pushing forward. And it, did, it wasn't always pretty. I think at one point I had like four jobs trying to recover from the, the loss of everything. You know, the IRS was coming after me for $250,000. I was almost losing my house my, my house that I owned before we got married. A lot, like it was just insane. And so, you know, it wasn't... There are days that I would sit in my house crying and screaming and drinking and just like, and then the next day I would get up and be like, okay, I got to go. Let's do this, you know, and just keep, you know, read a lot. And, you know, just, I had to keep going, you know, what, what's the, what, what is your choice? Are you going to, you have to, you're going to be miserable the rest of your life, or are you going to choose to be happy? It's a choice. It is a choice. And so like, I when people realize that it's a choice to be happy, then I think things turn around for them. So
1: there's there's uh, three or four things that I wanna repeat. Okay. And it isn't because you didn't say them, but because I love them so much, I wanna make sure that people heard them. So there was difficulty. The difficulty was, you know, your husband had a long illness and mm-hmm. then passed away. You mentioned that he gave up a long time ago. And so you had gone through the grief and then it actually happened and there you are alone so that is one hit the loss of a close loved one relationship whatever it is then you mentioned another thing there were some financial issues uh and that was rough and it doesn't really matter whether it's the crash of 2008 or the loss of business because of covid or some crooked business partner ripped you off. I'll bet each one of you listening right now has had a time where you've faced a financial hardship, yeah. little or big or huge or devastating. And so that happened to you. And then you mentioned in the process of coping with that, you had friends that would advise you, oh, you know, I'd be sitting in a corner destroyed and rock rocking. And you said, well, I gotta do something. But in the process of doing something, you said, well, there were days when I was just kind of crying and drinking. Oh, crap. And that is part sometimes of growth. And so you could beat yourself up for that. You could bemoan the universe and God because stuff happened. You could beat yourself up for having bad days or weeks or whatever. But the choice is okay, that's what is or was yesterday. Yeah. Today is going to be a new day because I said so. Yeah. Because I'm going to move on now. I want you to talk a little bit more about this happiness is a choice
2: thing. Hmm. Well, you know, I think with all of the, you know, there's so many resources out there, right? We have so many books, so many phenomenal people that can give us enlightenment and have gone through things and they write it in a way that you can just relate to. And you have to find that one thing that really sticks with you so that you understand it, right? And I think that we all hit a point in our – I hope, I pray that most people in their journey in life eventually find or realize that they have choices that can can change their lives dramatically and put them on such a better path. But I – after everything I'd gone through, I, right, you know, I was doing a lot of reflecting in those, those couple of years after he had passed and just like knowing what I had wanted, just the, the life that I had wanted, you know, the person I had wanted to be when I had that big life, you know, and we talked about this with you and you have that big life. It's not exactly what everybody thinks that it, it is. You make a lot of sacrifices. It's not exactly happy, happy all the time. And you're like a slave to the machine, And I wasn't really happy in that lifestyle. We worked really hard. I was proud of what we created together. My late husband and I were a power couple. We complimented each other extremely. But all we did was work, 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 work. We never really enjoyed the mansion, never really enjoyed all the toys, and never really got to, didn't have a lot of date nights together. So it was more of a partnership than a relationship, although we were together for 17 years of my life. It was a lot, we just, we were a slave to the machine. And so after reflecting on all those things and thinking about like, yeah, I had this huge life, but I wasn't really happy. I said, what does happiness look like to me? And even though I'd gone through all those things and I lost everything I had built for over all those years, it's like, I just want to be happy. I want to be satisfied with who I am and just love myself and just love where I am in my life because I have a long way to go. You know, what what kind of what kind of life would that look like if you just wanted to be wallow and feel sorry for yourself and woe is me? And, you know, like that's no way to live like that kind of that kind of thought is going to create illness. And I mean, it's just going to you're going to attract a lot of bad people into your life. It's just not it's not a good path to be down. And so I think when people get sick and tired of being in that place, they they have a choice to make. Okay, well, I can decide to be happy and live a completely different life than where i am in my head right now i believe
1: that uh, i it's absolutely the truth lots of people abdicate and they don't decide which effective is deciding i'm deciding to put it off i'm deciding not to do anything about it i'm deciding to give in to the misery or the peeps crap my friends or others are telling me but you still get to you're deciding by right. not deciding and yeah. so I, I love it. So you did? Okay, I can wallow or I can move. And so now you have moved forward to create something new. So you had you alluded to and listed a whole litany of difficulties. You yeah. listening, you're gonna hear some commonalities, you know. Maybe you have things that were like this or like that. The point is, Deanna went you went through all this stuff, including the most recent one, which was the financial stuff and the loss of your 17 year partner. And then you made a decision. And the decision was to grow, to Mm -hmm. explore what to do with the rest of your life and not, well, uh, freaking, what do I do here? But how am I going to create an impact? How can I do something that matters? Tell me about the journey. Like you started, what did you create? What are you doing today? Like who have you become seven years? Five years after this disaster, and <laughs> yeah. here you are. So tell, <laughs> tell us about that.
2: I, I love the dramatics, Kellen. Um, so, yeah, after he passed, it was a long battle with the attorneys. You know, I had, like, three attorneys in, in that mess. And when I finally settled, I was like, I had always wanted to get into fashion. So that was like, I'm still a fashionista today. Love my clothes, my shoes, all the things. I'm sure you can tell by looking at me. Um But I got into fashion briefly. It was my dream and I invested a lot of money. I created three collections and I told myself if I didn't get it off the ground after the third collection, I was done. So I was on the runway in uh, Rhode Island. I was on the local news out there. I was a finalist for Style Chicago uh, here in Chicago. And then I ended my last collection with a big event against human trafficking. Um, I I wanted to raise a lot of awareness around that and I wanted just to really kind of end the fashion business with a bang. So I had like 300 people raised about $30,000. And I was with six other designers here in Chicago. And that was it. After I was done with that show, I was like, hey, what's next for me? Right. I'm a total type A. So I have
1: two. a question before you do yeah. that. Uh, my wife is a total watcher of the project runway kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Did you ever participate in any of those kind no. of things? No. Oh, okay. I just wondered if I got no. to go watch old episodes, which I don't, but you no, might. No, I, I never if thought I would s- about it. No. Oh, okay. I just wondered. Anyway, keep going.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I, after that was done, I was like, okay, what's next? And so I actually got an email and I love telling the story because it's just totally my personality email, how to start a podcast for under hundred dollars. I'm like, what's a podcast. This was in June or July of 2019. And so I was talking to my, my best friend and my cousin, I was just like, I don't know who the F I don't know if I can swear who the F I think I am, but I'm going to start a podcast. And so I was talking to my, my cousin and mind you, I have working a corporate job at this point. I'm still working in the corporate world and just kind of going through the motions and i'm like you know i'm tired of the labels i've put on myself from all that i've been through the labels that other people have put on me you know from being a widow losing the, the loss of my job title and you know now being in this like y- you know in this cookie cutter world and I'm just wanna be la- i just want to be late i just want to be labeled label free and so that's when we came up with label free to live your best life live label free and, uh, it started off as a passion project. And I remember the day that I, the night that I recorded my intro, I took me a bottle of wine and like 10 takes to really kind of refine what the show was about. Cause I had to really get deep. You know, like you and I was putting myself out there yet again, but on a completely different level, being completely transparent. Like at this point, there are no more bodies buried. Like everything is out there. No more secrets. And nobody can freaking bribe me for anything because there's nothing for me to like. That's all it's all out there. And so as it's grown over the last couple of years, I've realized in this space and I'm sure like yourself that people are very are hungry. To be accepted, they're hungry for a different way of thinking about their life. They're hungry for not wanting to be sorry for the person that they are. And um, I'm now doing, you know, I'm now doing this full time, and I'm no longer working in the corporate world. And I have structured my podcast and things, you know, as a business, and you know, we're doing very well. And it's just, I'm along the way. I've I've never forgotten to forgotten about my message or my mission. And it's to really uh, to allow people to accept themselves for who they are and know that they have options to create the life of their dreams.
1: I, again, there's several things in there to unpack that's fabulous. Why is it that uh, – why do we have such trouble accepting us for who we are? Like what is that disease –
2: Mm, yeah I would love to know too but I think it has a lot to do with like mainstream media and wh- how we are programmed from a young age and what we're expected to be like you know you got to live in the white in the-, the white house or the picket fence two and a half kids and you got to go to college you have to like do the things this way and that's just not the case not everybody has to live by those the same rules we do need those people in corporate we need do need those people to be a slave to machine to the machine to keep things going and there are people that love that. But there are other people that have a much bigger purpose that they need to tap into in, in this world and allow that that light to shine to help others. You know, there are so many people that are living in darkness that it's, you know, those people need to to be, to become alive and be accept themselves for who they are and, and know that it's okay to be a little different.
1: So I love that uh, thought. It's okay to be your authentic self. I have a name for that and it, I, it's a fungus and i coined this term <laughs> at the beginning of covid right because we have this covid that in the beginning was killing people and we were all scared of it and for a minute maybe we thought it was armageddon or whatever i don't know but i, I so i coined the term uh, the witot fungus w-i-t-o-t and it stands for what i think others think
2: yeah and mm-hmm.
1: the, the witot fungus poisons us with this programming you talked about from from age zero until you decide you don't want to live that way anymore wow. and you stop worrying about it and you described in that other piece you know there's no more bodies buried there's no more skeletons a the closet there's no more crap I'm open I'm clear I'm free how important is it in your opinion as you've created this thing and I want to talk about your podcast and label free stuff in a minute but how important is it to be able to be transparent and not afraid, if anybody knows anything about whatever, because there's nothing there.
2: I think it's very important. I think that, you know, that it just allows you to feel more free. I, I mean, I remember when I when I shared that I was a victim or I'm a survivor of human trafficking, that I felt like a weight was lifted. I, had, I was ashamed of that for a very long time. I never even told my late husband. But as I've moved into this new version of myself and just was like, I... I can't hide from the things of my past anymore. I can't be ashamed of things I've gone through. I can't be ashamed of the, of the abuse and all these things. I just have to like be open and honest and move forward. And perhaps people will judge me. Perhaps they will not. Perhaps they'll, you know, be compassionate towards me. Perhaps they will not. Whatever it might be, but it's like, to not real to just to live in the place of completely of complete transparency is a very freeing and liberating feeling and it's quite healing as well so i think that if there's something that people are hiding or trying to run from the best thing you can do is just be honest about it and go to like just start with one person that you trust and you know we all have a story right and
1: we do. <laughs> we all have a
2: story and usually the stories that are the people that have gone through the hardest things are the most interesting and they have learned the most, the, the, the biggest lessons out of uh, all of us. And so I think that in, at this day and age where we are in our, in this world after COVID and all this crap that we've seen on in this have been happening, that why not be honest with what you've been through? If you've actually learned something from it, because perhaps you can save someone's life that might be on the edge of suicide or maybe killing someone or something dangerous, but that they heard for some reason, God pointing the direction of listening to your story. And you're just completely open and honest and saying, Hey, I'm, I am, I'm okay with who I am. You might change. You might save someone's life.
1: So I want to go on record as saying that I love you. I love everything that you've done, everything you've been through, your heart, your openness, the stories you tell. You know, I say it, I describe it, you know, if there's no blood on the floor, then there's not a real story, right? <laughs> it's, it's real, and the, the struggle that you, and each of you by extension, have been through is the substance of which your character, your truth, your message, your value is created if it's bland and zero then you got jack to offer it is that struggle and the choices that you've made about that that has created who you are and what you have to offer and i for one want full authentic truth from you and i love the fact that you're doing that so talk a little bit about this label free stuff tell me how that started and (laughs) going and growing and how you're making in this difference that you're doing please
2: and I love you too, man. We are kindred spirits, that's for sure. Um, I love what I do. I love what I do. And, and I I love connecting with people all over the world. I love hearing their stories. I love asking them questions that, you know, are thought provoking and, you know, the, and they just come to me naturally, like you're, I'm sure, like yourself, very gifted as well. Um, I, I, I love getting emails. Like today, I got an email from a lady that was on earlier this year and she's like I'm still getting messages about being on your show and I just want to thank you so much and just like getting those messages are just so reaffirming and it's not easy being in this this entertainment game I guess you would say you know it's not always like um very abundant financially you know there are ebbs and flows in business as any business but I can't I can't I'm I still love what I do Four years later, doubting, like, oh, my God, are people going to accept me? Are they going to appreciate the message? Are they going to get it? And um, and they still do. And it still resonates. And, you know, everybody has a different story, but the message is still the same, right? We all have a different story. But really, at the end of the day, the message remains the same of, you know, I want to live label free. I want to live authentically myself, no matter what people think. And I've decided to get over this issue. I've decided to heal from this past tragedy or trauma. I've decided to write, write this book. I decided to talk, talk about UFOs, whatever, (laughs) you know, you know what I mean? so it's just been, it's been, uh, it's been quite the journey. And I, I, I love what I do and I love connecting with people all over.
1: I think you said something a while ago that just is burning in my mind. You said people are hungry. Mm -hmm. They are hungry for being allowed to be themselves and you know there's always been some group of people and used to be fringe people that were willing to do that or they got pushed into the spotlight and then persecuted for somehow they're not you know they're different in some way and today we have a, a million of those kinds of ways but people are hungry to just be loved, be connected, and to be able to 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 express the gifts and talents that they have. Yeah. And whether the gift or talent is valuable, that's for the marketplace to decide. Right. But what's not good is the judgment about the person who's trying to be that thing and express that thing, which colors all of the process. And so I love that, I and I find it too people are hungry they're hungry to belong they're hungry to be loved they're hungry to be to be heard and your platform is a wonderful way to do that and you mentioned also another thing that i want to make sure people hear the ups and downs of business so it's not okay i'm going to start a show and suddenly i'm cool and (laughs) people just give me money for no
2: reason like talk a little bit about the work the work so you know i've set my my show up differently than most people you know since i've built this big platform and we are where we are i've i offer different upgrade levels and i've had sponsors i'm not working with any sponsors right now just because i i don't like that the way they shift directions sometimes after you've established yourself with their your discount code and all that stuff it really irritates the crap out of me so i've i've i offer guest spots everybody gets a free audio recording if they want but if they want to upgrade they hit all my other stuff like the visual and um my my instagram and my newsletter and i just have different levels and so not everybody takes advantage of that so like it's ebb and flow and i love the people that are supporting the show and i love the people that aren't able to support the show because i get it and so you know some months are great and other months are are just pretty slow
1: but the the show must
2: go on the
1: show must must go go on on. it does (laughs) and the reason you know I I love it you love people because of their message and their heart and whether or not they believe that the publicity or the extra exposure will be valuable for them that's their story and their choice but you offer them these choices and opportunities and, and I love that so now i want you to tell me um uh, we could talk for a long time but we're getting close yes. to our half hour so ha- how can people find you get a hold of you tell everybody everything they need to know about how to find your coolness
2: oh well colin i'm everywhere just google search label free podcast or deanna radalescu i am on all the things so label fat labelfreepodcast.com instagram label free podcast youtube you can see me on Facebook. It's actually Deanna Kempel under my old last name or LinkedIn. But anything label-free, you'll find me. I'm very Google searchable.
1: Google searchable. Well, people ask me that all the time. And I say with well, a name like Kellen Flukiger, you can't yeah. hide, right? Right. So I love it. I want to offer you a moment here to end this any way you like. Mm. Any way that will satisfy your need to share, that will upgrade, uplift the hearts of those that are listening, Uh, tell me Mm. from your heart who you are, why you're here, what message can you leave me as your host, and by extension, everybody else that watches this.
2: Well, I think that we are all ever evolving human beings and we all should be tapping into a higher version of ourselves and we are constantly if you are smart enough and you see things clear enough we are we should all be on this constant path of growth and trying to really help the world and serve the world to be better and I want to honor that in you honor that in myself for the work that we do and anybody that's listening out there that you're listening for a reason and and that reason is not in vain and so we hope that our message and the work that we do touch you in a way that changes your life for the better and that you reach that higher level of person that you're supposed to be
1: deanna thank you for sharing your story your heart your journey and your encouragement with me today and with the listeners you're welcome I want to encourage you to listen to this a couple of times you'll notice uh, a couple of times on the way through I I stopped and repeated some of the things that she said there's a lot of good stuff there so go back and hear that and there are pieces that will resonate with you and lift you and I encourage you to find out more listen to her show and find out what you need to do to change to be to live your authentic life to live label free and to create your ultimate life
0: with host Kellen Flukego Your
1: heart in the sky and your feet on-